Yo, yo, before we kick off another banger, we'd like to show about our sponsor, Prepped Hydration. Prepped's history is rooted in over 20 years of collaborative medical research between Flinders and Yale universities. Using a unique resistant starch, their research team developed a patented resistant starch oral rehydration solution, which was able to enhance hydration and improve health outcomes by 39% compared with the World Health Organization's recommended ORS in Bangladesh and India. After a clinical trial with the Adelaide Crows in 2014, it was demonstrated that the newly adapted two-step prepped hydration system was providing outstanding results to the elite players. It improves starting hydration, enhances fluid absorption during exertion, and enhances rehydration by 29% in recovery when compared with the leading sports drinks. During the trial period, athletes drinking prepped lost a remarkable 85% less body weight overall. Prepped is an Australian-made product and can be purchased in participating retail stores and online at preppedhydration.com.au. Feel free to follow them on their socials as well. Yo, yo, welcome back. Today we're sitting down with my former boss, fitness industry icon in SA, Jared Dutton, most commonly known as HPC, or the guy with the weird blow-up leg things, <laughs> Coach back Dutton. when we were in school. So yeah. Welcome big Harry. fella, welcome. Yeah, thanks for having me boys. Uh, very keen to have you on. Thanks to everyone that listened the other fortnight, our recent episode with Harry Holland. How many uh, views you get? How many listens you get? Trav, I don't even know. Not, yeah, I haven't looked for the last few days, but it's starting, it's growing. It's Big. chasing the Tilds episode, let's say that. That's got a few, that's up nearly, that's keep listening to it, guys, because we're about to hit 2,000 on that. So yeah, yeah. I should, this one should get that as well then. Easy, yeah. easy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we got the man on this week. Uh, me and Trav talked about it for a while <laughs> to definitely get him on. It was always in our plans because uh, he had a lot to do with uh, both of ours kind of Final years of schooling and our fitness side, and also just helped us in general. Like life I coach, life coach. Yeah, yeah especially in Don't like take that advice. <laughs> in or uh, do. Huh? I said, or do, and you end up like Harry. Yeah, I'd say. DJ. Done well. Going nuts every weekend. Yeah, almost coffee, you, mate. <laughs> uh, but uh, Trav, yeah, tell us officially how we know the G-Man. Well, I think it was 2018 you started here at Westminster. Yeah. Yeah, you took over... Reform the whole gym, everything like that, and then we were just in there probably three times a week, I reckon, through different programs. You'd have sessions for different sports, and then just come and use sessions, I guess, and everything like that, and then sort of grew that way. And then I was lucky enough in start of year twelve, I started doing a little bit of work for you. Harry was just on the deadlift and benching, even though you can't tell. He was just smashing that out in there <laughs> all year 12, morning and night. I think Harry actually came in a bit late, didn't he? I did come in a bit late. It was uh, So when we're at the... So we're actually, just to give a bit of context here, this is the first episode we are recording outside of our main studio. Shout out to Westminster School, where we went. We've uh, brought it in here and straight come to Jared to record it here. It's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so there used to be the old gym in the swim centre. So I started there training, I think it was about halfway through year 11. I slowly got into it, just did a couple of days a week. The boys convinced me to start coming. Um, and then we moved into the new, the main gym here. Um, Shout out Darren Thomas, Thomas Pavilion. <laughs> yeah, in the Pavilion, um, which I think we're in here for the whole of year 12, pretty yeah. much. Um, yeah, and that's when things really picked up for me in terms of hanging out with Jared and being at the gym, trying to get here pretty much every day before or after school. 
um, during year 12. And uh, it was great. Yeah, killer. Yeah, exactly. Completely love the place. Love Jared. Everything he's about. But um, some right, of you might be get on yeah, exactly. Some <laughs> of you might be saying like, "Who is Jared? Why would we get him on?" He is probably, or not probably, in my opinion, is the best athletic development coach in South Australia, let alone Australia. Wow, he's worked with some amazing athletes Big that golf. are in in the AFL. He's got basketballers over in college. He's had someone go over and play NFL in college system, so college football, plus track and field athletes over there. And, yeah, working with boxers, working with anybody who's anybody, really. Will you tell us more? Give us yeah. your personal opinion on what, what you do. Yeah, who yeah. You are. so let's just wind that down a whole lot. <laughs> I'm not the best athletic development coach, but I do appreciate those words. Yeah, there's a lot of people that do what I do, and we there's a lot of people that do it well. Um, and I, I learnt off um, some of those people, so I can't say that... Uh, those words that you said, but I appreciate that. So, yeah, so... Uh, Really, yeah, I'm an athletic development coach. I work with mainly a, a, a youth. I've just kind of found a niche with working with, with, with young athletes coming through, such as yourselves when you're at school. Um, and I find I can create good relationships that way and get, give them a lot more than just, you know, some exercises to do in the gym. Um, and that's what really motivates me more as well, to see people who I've trained and who have come through and I see what they're doing now and that makes that I feel like I get more than it's more than just a job for me. Then I am actually making friends as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, and to continue on with that, yeah, because Jared's like, of course, there's so many different ways of training these days. I um, mean, you always had a really good sports focus with us, um, especially a lot of the footy boys helped him out there. And then me and some of the other guys playing basketball at school. Um, but then we learnt a lot of the basics, which of course had a bit of it more of an athletic kind of approach to it. Um, but then in general, learnt all the gym basics and of course a heavy focus on form of when you're young. It's a thing people just don't just really need to focus on more than others and they don't really understand it. And need to really build that foundation um, and having all your lifts and even any exercise really doing it the right way because you don't want to cause these bad habits as you get older. But uh, like you said, and now we've all kind of grown a bit older, been out of school for nearly a couple of years now, haven't seen your face in a while, so it's yeah. good to be back. Um, but yeah, and now we're doing kind of our new thing. Hopefully still got some training ahead with you in the summer, but uh, yeah, exactly. Definitely, definitely. So I've got a little quick question. Why athletic? Oh, that, that's not good. Travis got a question. <laughs> why, why did you pick athletic development over strength and conditioning or just physical getting big in the gym and all that sort of stuff? Why athletic development? Well, I think, um, well, strength and conditioning kind of falls in that athletic yeah. development kind of But uh, like why bucket, would you, so the title of athletic yeah, development yeah. over? Yeah, so I, I feel like, uh, you know, strength and conditioning kind of limit that title. I mean, it's the same, but that it limits you or it limits people's vision of you into the gym, whereas I like to bring things out of the gym. So if I'm working with basketballers, you know, I like to work on those movements that they're doing on, on the court and we go and do, you know, development sessions on the court, uh, change of direction and running technique and all that kind of stuff, and I really wanted to have a focus on that and I wanted people to see that I had a focus on that. So I like calling myself an athletic development coach because of that reason, um, but it doesn't mean that, you know, someone who calls themselves a strength and conditioning coach or a power coach or whatever it is does anything different. It's just a, probably a perception um, from the outside of what you do. A title can be a big part of that perception, if that makes sense. Yeah, and I guess, like, with the title of, like, development 
guess it's more in like including to younger athletes and everything like that where they come and go they don't just develop in the gym they develop themselves as well with you they develop a lot more of like interpersonal skills and that because I know you're not someone who just stands there and screams at them lift lift you're someone who actually wants to get to know them yeah definitely I like to create well I mean that's coaching so I mean you guys have experienced that I like to get uh, on a different level with people I like to actually know a little bit more about them you'll find me you know getting to know my athletes in between sets rather than just talking about what we're doing I mean how much can you talk about a squat or how much can you talk about a deadlift really yeah like, exactly that's boring especially if you're like 15 and you're like what the like, what is this guy even talking about like mm-hmm. who cares like let's let's talk about you let's get to know each other and then later on once you've built that relationship you can get a better result from that person because they're, they're going to give you more intent, they're going to give you more of their respect, and they're going to do what you say and give you effort. And, and ultimately, you can do the best program in the world, but if you do it half-assed, you're not going to fucking get anything from it, right? Exactly. So that's the ultimate goal as a coach, is to be able to have your athletes give you as much as they can through the program. Definitely. Um, before we continue, let's do a little shout-out to our sponsor, Prepped Hydration, for this, uh, this episode. They've uh, provided us with their great... Recovery, is that the right word? I've got a recovery, Jared. Recovery. What do you got, Jared? What are you there, drinking, Jared? Jared? What are you drinking? Recovery. Yeah, I've got the I've got the recover, uh, yeah. prepped recover, and the strawberry flavor. Yeah, so yeah. we got the their two their strawberry and their mango. Um, and they so got the prime as well. They do have the prime as well. Actually, I might I might actually swap yeah. this strawberry and yeah. I'll take, take the mango. Prime. I'll take the mango. I've been having a bit of the mango lately. Uh, you know, like last month or six weeks, and I really like the mango. Yeah, mango's, mango's good. good. Yeah, yeah, I'm a mango man. Yeah, so it's actually interesting because Jared kind of, well, I, I first knew about Prepped through Jared. I he think. got me onto it. Yeah, exactly. But uh, and now here we are with them. So let's crack them open and give them a try. Mm, yummy. Delicious. Like a strawberry milkshake. It's <laughs> good. I just finished training actually and a bit of recovery. Yeah, they're well, good. I'm, I'm, I'm probably, I'm better do something today than if I'm proud <laughs> myself. Exactly. Yeah. Tomorrow morning. Find you bench yeah. pressing after this? Yeah, a bit of bench, you know. I'm, yeah, I'm sure well I'll sweat a lot when I do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, you would sweat a lot lifting 150 off your chest. Yeah, you? that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, let's get back into it. So my first question in general for you is uh, how did you kind of first get into your training and then like yep. what type of training was that and then kind of how did you move to then, of course, learn all your stuff and get to where you are now? Yeah, for sure, man. So like I first started like weight training in the gym when I was – Probably, well, I broke my arm um, when I was, like, 15, skateboarding. What up? (laughs) Shout out, skateboarders. Uh, And then, so after that, I obviously had to do some strengthening after that. So I got in the gym um, and kind of just went from there. But at that time, you know, mainly what everyone was doing was, like, bodybuilding, Mm. right? So that's kind of what I stuck into. I uh, got stuck into, sorry, um, and just, like, tried to put on size. And I was doing, like, bodybuilder splits, you know, you know, chest and arms and whatever, you know, h- however it goes. Um, I'm sure there's still people doing that, which is completely fine. It's a, just a, one way to train. Yep. Um, and then from there, uh, I actually got very top-heavy. Now, like, as a 15-year-old uh, boy, obviously, I wanted to... Is that when you started training? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's like I was playing footy and whatnot, but I didn't really give a shit about that. I yeah. was like, I just wanted to look good in the shirt, yeah. or out of a shirt, more yeah. specifically. Um, so I just was getting... I was just going chest, back, and pipes. 
course. No legs? Me, no yeah. legs, man. Yeah. I hit legs like, I had a mate who was like, no, nah, you got to hit legs, you got to hit legs. And I was like, no, nah, fuck that. <laughs> yeah. But like, it was more, he would come in like once a fortnight and I'd do legs with him every other day. It was like chest and arms. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So um, I got pretty top heavy anyway. I ended up, I was playing footy, tore my hamstring when I like off like pretty badly when I was 18. Um, so kind of, or 17 or whatever it was, yeah. So after that, kind of changed the way I trained. Um, learned a bit more, obviously. I was, like, quite good at – well, not good, but, like, I, w- I was participating in, like, athletics and stuff like that as well, high jump, whatever. And so I started to change the way I trained and then more leaning towards doing, like, jumps and plyometrics and sprints and whatever – but even not 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 as much as we do now. Yeah. I was just I like dabbling in it. Um, but then from there, I actually travelled. So after high school, travelled. This is a long one. Sorry, boys. But no, you don't give on. That's good. After high school, I travelled, um, and uh, after a couple of years of travelling, I ended up in Vancouver um, with with Eva, who is now my wife. Uh, we lived there for twelve months. And um, I worked with a with a um, ex college footballer who was a trainer at the gym that I had a job at. I was yeah. like, oh, I guess that more like Eva was more like, oh, you need to get a job. <laughs> and I was <laughs> like, I'm on a holiday, uh, but no, it was yeah. So I was like, oh, what am I going to do? Well, I'm going to go to the gym, so I'll just go get like a sales job at a gym, yeah, and um, get a free membership. So that worked. Anyway, ended up training with this guy, and he kind of like really opened my eyes to the way. Uh, they trained over there in the in the college system and like just sport in general over there. Their training yeah. was so far in advance to, I mean, we're all doing it now, but at that stage it was just in advance. So I uh, really enjoyed that. He kind of, um, I trained with him for like six months. So I learned a lot. I got a lot more explosive and more athletic and we were doing jumps and lateral movement, started doing Olympic lifting and all that kind of yeah. stuff that I hadn't really dabbled in before. Um, and I just felt the change in my body and I really liked it and I really liked him as well so I was like damn this stuff's sick so did a little bit more research um, on it just to like make myself knowledgeable on what I I was doing Um, and yeah decided to to just go down that path and and when I got back like I started playing footy again yeah and it was that noticeable that I was more explosive. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Faster and whatever and ended up having one of my best years even though I hadn't even played for a couple of years or yeah. two, one year. Yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of – and then obviously now um, just continuing to learn as, as new stuff comes out and, and whatever and just, just – it, it, it comes down to like you if you start to understand how athletes move and – and you see, you watch a lot of sports and see how they move and, and kind of just understand what's going to benefit that movement. Mm. Like, why are you doing something in the gym? Is that going to benefit that movement type of thing? You and, know? of course, it changes with every sport. Exactly. Of course, yeah. there's similarities. But, but, like, but, but then it's, it, it, it does. But it's like, once you understand the concept that you're trying to... Like, once you understand, okay, we're trying to improve these movements, how are we going to do that? You can apply that to whatever you want. Yeah. You watch the watch the fucking sport and you'll find out. Yeah. You know, uh, once you've got that kind of mindset. So, um, yeah. That, but that's how I train myself. And now I'm a little bit late. Like now I'm I've gone, I'm older now, man. I'm nearly thirty. Well, I'm thirty on next Friday. Yeah. And um, yeah, I kind of changed the way I train. Sort of. I still do a little bit of athletic stuff. Yeah. I play footy still, so still do that. But um, yeah, I've gone more into like. Uh, just getting sweaty and 
Yeah. CrossFit style. Scroll, style. Within, yeah. Reason, within, within reason. Within reason. Yeah, I don't oh, – I've got some bung shoulders, so I don't do much like Olympic lifting and stuff, but uh, – yeah, I get I get stuck into the row. I get stuck in the ski erg. And yeah. Just yeah. Anything I know happen. we're going to chat about the ski erg later because you got me stuck into it yeah, recently. So yeah. And then uh, and then how did the coaching start? When did the point happen that you started to coach other people and then yeah. now make a career out of it? Yeah, for sure. So going back to when I was in the gym and probably when I was like seventeen. Well, when I was like fifteen, sixteen, I got a job as a lifeguard. So in Wakery. Um, so that was kind of the start on the river. Nah, on the in the pool. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's on no the lifeguards on the river, mate. I was say. <laughs> <laughs> Jump into the bottom and you stay in there. Uh, yeah, so I just um, was that was kind of the start because that was connected to the gym, and then I became from that I became like a gym attendant, I, and then I obviously super I- I- interested in it. I was in the I was in the gym every afternoon, every yeah. morning, um, and then you know my mates would be like, "Oh, I want to go to the gym, like." But I got no idea, and I'm like, yeah, I got no idea either. But you can come with me. <laughs> but yeah, like then I started like just coaching. Make it before you make it. Yeah, just like coaching your mates and you know helping them out with exercises or you know whatever. It was pretty simple then. And then I, you know, other people in the town started to like notice that I was getting you know improvements and doing it a lot, and that's what I was interested in. So then I would just like yeah help them help them pin out. Just trying to like not coach, but like just trying to help people out in the gym and whatever when they're there, just trying to be more confident with what I was saying and yeah. what I was doing, just with people and whatever. Um, yeah, and then, well, I was going to then do my certs in fitness and potentially other studies, but then um, decided that, nah, I'll go to Europe and just get drunk for 12 months. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That snowballed into how long? Uh, I was back and forth for a little while, uh, probably, yeah, 24 months about. Um, or even longer, uh, yeah. But back and forth, yeah. Uh, but then, yeah, when I when I after being in Canada, like I said, after I, yeah, when I came back, I was like, yeah, that's definitely something I wanted to do. Yeah. Unfortunately, when I came back, I didn't have the means to be able to study and not work. Yeah. So I had to obviously get a job, but I thought I'd stay in the fitness industry or in the gym industry and just like go into entry level like marketing sales just so I could stay around it while yeah. I study to to be a coach. Yeah, so sure. that's what I did. Um, after that, uh, I started like working with uh, like footy clubs and stuff. Yeah. 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 So then just, yeah, just like trying to get experience coaching any way I could, changing the way that teams were playing. At that stage, people were still doing like the long runs and whatever yeah, for conditioning. I was going to say, from when you came back from Vancouver, when you come back to Australia, it would have been like Australia's like 10 years behind in fitness ways than what that college coach would have taught you and was coaching you in a sense, yeah, I'd it, imagine. Yeah, it was definitely like I came back and everyone's like, wow. Like it was starting, definitely yeah. starting at that stage, but everyone was like, oh yeah, wow, like this is different kind of mm. thing. Um, but we got the result, you know, it, it, it was just about like, uh, I just wanted to try things out. So like, I just like, you know, some, a lot of stuff I did, you know, just with people out I knew, um, footy clubs that I knew, the coach and whatever, and said, hey, we, you, you want to like try my program out or whatever? And then like started to get results and then I started to get paid. So I was like, hang on, like I could probably do this. Mm. Um, then, uh, yeah, so I started, like, from there I was like, oh, I'm just going to make my own business and see if I can start, like, coaching yeah. some people. Start marketing yourself. Yeah, yeah. a little bit. And then um, went out to get some, after a little while I needed to get some equipment 
for yeah. what we're doing. So I was kind of expanding. Well, not really expanding, but just. But you got to start more. spending money. Yeah. Of like, I guess your own money into the business, so it started sort of becoming real. Yeah. And um, then I was lucky enough to uh, land an opportunity at, at Fast Twitch um, as the general manager there. And I was there for 12 months, you know, doing some coaching as well, but also like trying to help run the business and, and do all that. And um, that was really good. I got to learn off some great coaches there um, and pick up a bit of the craft, um, which was great. And then that obviously made me even more interested to, to, to keep learning and doing what I was doing. Um, and it also gave me a little bit of confidence because I was getting results with people. Mm. So I was like, oh, hang on, maybe I can maybe I can do this. Maybe I do know what I'm talking about. Like, you obviously got that self-doubt with everything you do, um, and, you know, but um, you start to get a little bit of result and you can, you can kind of run with that. and Keep kicking on. Yeah, exactly. So that was good. And then ended up down here. Yeah, um, yeah and that's kind of that started my business, and, yeah. and here we are. Yeah, yeah, so then as as you guys wouldn't know, or some of you might, but then Jared really was able to, what was kind of the deal you had, you kind of had to run the school gym before and after school and kind of be a coach to the students and then can use the gym for your own clients as well, in a sense? Yeah, so initially, right, what what it was, was um, they were doing a high-performance program down here. Yeah. So that's what got me interested. Yeah. Um, got on board and we did, like, we worked with, you know, like your first 18s team and had developed programs for all like the different teams and whatever and they came in and saw me at separate times mm. um and then because of the space and the limitations we started to then and obviously the the participation we started to like figure out different schedules for individuals putting them on individual programs and yeah. whatever which we found was a little little bit more successful for the ones that actually wanted it yeah um and that's all high performance is is the people that want it will come and do it and the people that might just scrape into that First eighteen, first eleven, um, open girls netball team. They mm. might, they might be like, oh, I'm not there. You know, I'm just playing it for school. But then you're actually getting the ones that are uh, top end talent of the school coming and driving that sort of gym program and driving your program in a sense. Yeah, like I definitely like, regardless of um, regardless of their ability. If you if you wanted to work, if you wanted to get better, you know, I was happy to see it. Yeah, yeah. Because that's they're the people you want to work with as a coach. I don't care how good you are. Yeah. Like playing like a lot of good footballers, a lot of good netballers, whatever. Don't do shit. Mm. You know they're lazy, but they're just good. They're just talented. Just like uh, yeah. you know, right and like right. those people. You know, there will always be those people. But you know, <laughs> something happens to those people, and they all of a con- all of a sudden can't re- rely on you know their silky smooth skills or mm. whatever. You know, natural ability. All these people that have been working hard, they're the ones that I want to see. Uh, you know, they keep working hard and they get better. And it goes back to that point of what we talked about earlier about like having those vibes in the gym and like also just making, having having a, having a bit of a community in the gym and making friends. And I know we experienced it a lot. I felt like all the boys, like we all became very close with you. Mm. We were even training like outside of times. We have like those Saturday sessions um, just because we all became pretty close with you and you'd see at least one of us every day. Um, but yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's the relationship side of coaching that I think a lot of people kind of forget. They get into the industry thinking, oh, you know, like I want to be a coach. Well, no, you actually want to be a scientist, bro. You <laughs> want to look at data, right? Yeah. They're not. They forget about the people mm-hmm. um, part of it. So yeah, definitely. And then you sort of said you started your own business. Um, obviously, you've got it plastered over your shirt, HBC. I've got it on my shorts. Harry's got it on his hoodie. Good boys. We're all repping it. <laughs> 
Um, talk us through HBC. Why HBC? What were what your aspirations? Yeah, what is HBC? Aspirations when you started, yeah. where you feel it's at, and sort of some of those sort of things. Yeah, yeah. Look, so HPC, high performance consulting, it started out as. Was it consult before coaching? Yeah, consult both of them, mate. I just didn't put HPC. HPC and C. So there's a little, uh, a little inexperienced businessman trying to make up a name. Yeah. Um, but turned out all right. So high performance coaching. Uh, yeah, just kind of wanted to start my own coaching business. That's that's kind of the way I wanted it. Um, with the logo and the vibe and, you know, what kind of image I was going for, I really wanted to try and be like a college-style vibe, which is hence the um, the logo we have now. Initially, yep. you know, uh, uh, I didn't get it right, so I had to change it a few times, like yep. the logo and whatnot, um, but that, that happens. And, you know, I mean, if I was giving any advice to someone starting out, I'd say do a bit of research and don't rush into... Um, doing that kind of stuff, but I did, and I had, and and the other thing is I had no funds, so I wasn't going out and yeah, and yeah. you know didn't have any money, man. I had to pay my bloody mortgage and whatever, so yeah. it was like I want to do this, so I'm just going to dive in and see how I go. Yeah, and you make a few mistakes and and whatnot along mm. the way, but that's that's how it is. That's the only way I feel that you can get a business off the ground and be successful. Is like I was listening to a business coach on a podcast the other day, and he's like look, I want to help these guys, but I don't want to give them all the answers. Like, if I was going to give you all the answers, you don't learn the way that I learned. You don't have those problems with supplies and stuff like that because otherwise you're going to just think business is easy and business is not easy. To be, you think how many businesses are out there, how many employees there are compared to business owners and successful ones, it's not easy. It's not. Yeah, it's definitely not. Oh, fuck no, it's not. <laughs> fuck no. anyway moving on from hpc we'll talk about what's to come a bit later but um some of your personal career highlights so far what springs to mind even personal highlights personal highlights knocking off on a friday (laughs) (laughs) a few beers uh yeah look uh, i've worked with some great people um you know obviously kane baldwin from westminster one of your mates um upcoming guest shout out yeah yeah. Oh, is he? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. It will be. Yeah. yeah. So he he when he decides to come back from Europe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stops parting with fucking Fisher. That's so. Yeah. Yeah. I actually messaged me. See the but video? No, I didn't. Oh, get him. Get him to show good? you. Uh, it's crazy. It's pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's like, you know, with, with that, like, that was like, why that's a personal highlight for me. Obviously, Kane's a great guy. Yeah. He obviously went through some hardship. You know, pretty tough road to where he got to, mm. being able to not only be a coach but be a friend and be someone like that he can like support network exactly ask for advice i think that's kind of like the whole reason why i'm doing this right to be help people like that Mm. um or be involved with people like that and so that's a personal highlight for me because obviously it's such a great story um and i still you know obviously train him when he comes back in the off season in a couple weeks for, for this year so um yeah, uh, what else? Uh, you know, uh, I worked with the Rugby Sevens uni team, which is like like a semi, it's like a professional, semi-professional team. Yeah. Romers, that was all right. That was for a season. It's probably a highlight. And now um, I really enjoy, you know, uh, watching people, like I said, watching people, come, having people come in uh, like uh, young, yeah. uh, helping them through whatever we need to help them through, watching them set goals and then, 
achieve those goals. So, you know, another one for me, Ben Grisky, you know, I don't know, if he obviously hasn't been around for a little while because he's been over in the States. Yeah. D1 scholarship basketball, mm. right? Um, came into me as a, as a lanky legs and arms type of bloke that yeah. couldn't move sideways and wasn't aggressive enough. And now he's just like absolutely killing it over there because yeah. we set we set you know not only physically, but we set like um, like like mindset in place as well of like how we're going to train. And then that's you know I don't go out to his games or whatever, but um, at, at, you know because it's over in the states. But like I'm sure you know that when you play the way you train, yeah, right. So you can help someone put in a mindset of training in the gym. They can take that out onto the court. Anyway, so that's that's another personal highlight for me. So any sort of story like that, um, I'm sure I'm going to get lots more and I've probably missed heaps. Um, but, uh, yeah, like I'm not like – like a highlight for me isn't like working with a particular team. I mean, I work with a bunch of teams and it's been great. We've won premierships and whatever. Yeah. But And that's a highlight, but these ones probably stick out more for me. Yeah, there's great personal ones. Yeah. Really mm. like being able to see the journey kind of over a really extensive period of time. Yeah. Sticks out to me. That's where more of the development comes in, especially with guys like Kane and Ben, where you've gone through some hardships and you've gone through some highlights with them and you've gone through some of those moments where they've gone, I need to pick myself up here. And they look to you for help with that. And then that's where to screams out to me it's more than just athletic coaching it's development personal development all that sort of stuff but yeah anyway um can i ask the next one is that all yeah. right um Trav just wants to talk to me mate 100 uh, right. i don't blame him uh but question i got for you is like how do you keep coming up with kind of new training ideas of course you want to you always like everyone learns off other people just yeah. the way the world works um but how do you kind of come up with new stuff or kind of assess stuff to be better better than other movements or things and then kind of just put workouts together for different group different people different groups of people depending on the sport or whatever they're doing yeah i think along the way good question i think along the way you kind of find uh stuff that works for you as a coach and also obviously for your athletes mm. um and then you you're always trying to find new things right but you probably revert revert back to what works and oh, what you know so yeah. my training's pretty fucking boring man like i mean in terms of weight room training, yeah. we do the same shit all the time. Like, obviously, we cycle through, like, you know, depending on the time of the year, what we're trying to achieve, mm. rep ranges and weight and all that yeah, kind of course. stuff. That stuff can change. Um, and if something's not working, we, we try a different way. Or but injured or whatever. Yeah, yep. exactly. Um, but otherwise, otherwise, it's pretty much the same, man. And so, like, uh, the exciting part, though, is the athletic development part. You know, those, those, those bits where you're, you're working on your running change yeah. direction, jumping, all that kind of shit. Everyone yeah. loves that, right? So you can find new ways to do that. That's where I feel like um, like my the, the point I try to get across to like the athletes I train is like uh, strength training and like power training and stuff. It's simple. You just got to do it good, you know, quality reps and all, you know, with intent mm-hmm. and just like consistently. Yeah. Right? So if you're looking for some new bullshit all the time, you're obviously swapping around and you're looking for that quick, you know, quick fix or quick bloody result or whatever, you're probably not going to last very long, Yeah, you know, doing that shit. So um, I just keep it heap simple. And then we have some fun with the plyometric, you know, because yeah. ultimately we're just trying to jump high and run fast or whatever. So yeah. we can we can change that up and make that a bit more exciting. Um, yeah, that's how I keep it. Are you, are you, and are you big on that consistency thing? I, for me, it's always been, well, from, the, from what I've learned over time with my experiences, in the gym, I've always thought, arguably, consistency is like the biggest thing. Like, especially with 
weight training um, to keep to keep going up and keep making advances is probably the right word. Like you have to be consistent, otherwise it's just not going to happen. Yeah, hundred percent. And it's consistently putting in the effort. Yeah, and it don't matter what you do. Like someone comes to me, I want to get faster. Okay, go fucking sprint. All right. Yeah. I want to jump high. Are you jumping? No. Well, fuck. Start jumping, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Consistently do that. You know, you want to get stronger. Consistently lift heavy weights. Right. That that kind of stuff. So I mean, it's yeah. Consistency is is involved with everything. Yeah. Kev? I was gonna then sort of move on to some of the clients. We've touched base on a few of them, but in a bit more of an extensive rundown of what little pump up I gave you at the start. Mm. Who are some of the guys that you've worked with that have worked with uh, word vomit? Um, that have Typical. now, yeah, at least have one episode, so I'm happy to get that out the way. That's good. Um, but who are some of the ones you've worked with that have now gone to some pretty cool places, and then some of the ones that you're working with that you think will go to some of those you cool know, that, places? That, that, that's a load of bullshit, man. Because I'll forget people. <laughs> yeah. All right. You haven't. I haven't been prepped on this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you're drinking prep. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, there you yeah, go. Yeah. I haven't been prepped, so I'm going to miss some people and then they're going to be like, hey, what about me? All right, <laughs> so well, I'll go through what I know. Okay, that sounds So you're obviously with Garville Netball. Yeah. Do you want to talk to us a bit about them and their program and what you do with them? Yeah, okay. So Garville Netball um, Club Premier League, I've been working with for, this might wow. be my fourth year. Yeah. Or Part third. of the furniture. This might be my, how long ago was like COVID and stuff? couple no like early 19 early 20 late no, no late early 19 twi- no, early, early no, it 20 no, it was like it was like march 20 third, third like a year two two and a half years third, yep. third year let's say yep. third yeah. year or fourth year yep. so go yep. it doesn't matter yeah, yeah. yeah um and you know like that yeah love it we, and, and when you get to work with someone for a bit longer and a group like that you build relationships and you get better results so i think it's great from the garfield netball club that they intend to have someone on a bit longer in that role yeah um to build the relationships, uh, you know, throughout that time, you know, I've worked with some, you know, they, they've got some great athletes in there, um, you know, uh, and I've been, you know, really enjoying working with that, the court sports, uh, mm. that, you know, the netball side of things. So um, we go through athletic movement, we do on court stuff, which I don't see a lot of um, clubs doing, you know, it, 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 they might be doing it, but they don't do a lot with their athletic development coach. Uh, they're more focused like that. Their focus is obviously skills on court and gym in the weight room. Yeah. But we've, yeah. we, we've, uh, we've kind of blended it. blended it, right? I've been able to, and, you know, and to get the most out of your athlete, you have to do that stuff. Um, I was lucky enough to work with Chelsea Pittman, you know, through that program. She obviously, um, you know, Commonwealth Games gold medalist, um, played for England. Uh, Thunderbirds and then was at the Fever last year. Um, You know, working with someone like that with the dedication and, you know, just, like, work rate, like, that's, like, probably my favourite thing, someone who has a bit of work rate, like, and, you know, understands that high performance is about busting your gut, like, and giving it something, you know, and, like, when we get – when she was training with me, like, obviously we got on that level where I could go, like, you, you weak piece of shit, like, what are you doing? Like, we yeah. need to actually be, this This is why we're doing this But she responded drill. well. Early on, you might not stuff. like it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, like, and working with someone who you have that relationship with or build that relationship with and being able to work like that, I think, is, is great. And she's obviously, a, was is a great athlete um, because of that reason. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, yeah, and, you know, the Garville program now, I'm working with the juniors, which I really enjoy. And that's what I wanted to do when I first started there. And now we're, uh, we've done that for the last couple of years. And, and you see that 
those athletes that I've worked with in the junior program, just doing like basic athletic development, basic movement, a little bit of strength training and whatever, um, they're starting to join the Premier League group and they're mm. competitive at training yeah. you know, yeah. with all that stuff. They're not slacking back because they haven't been doing those sort yeah. of movements and they're, they're new to it. Yeah, confident and drives the training standard up, which which is great for the whole program. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, and then also these boys would be pissed if we missed them, the ballers program. The ballers program, yeah. So, I mean... it's sep- Is it separate? Is it still separate? Is there like a older one, a younger one? Yeah, I do like junior ballers, which yep. is like more of a new thing. Um just because I had the interest, so I created it. But, um, yeah, the Ballers program has been going basically from the start. started off as a, just a group of, um, like, basketballers from Sturt and a, a few from South. Yeah. And now it's, like, everyone from everywhere. But, um, yeah, obviously the OG group of the Ballers all, like, a couple of years ago basically just got up and said, oh, well, we're all going to college now. Yeah. And I was like... Sorry, Jared, we're fucking <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, like, super comfortable with what I'm doing. Like, this has kind of, like, hit me. I was like, oh, man, maybe I should do some marketing or some shit. Because, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, all these guys have been yeah, working with last forever. three years or whatever have just gone, yeah, we're all leaving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that was... What was that? That was... I'll miss some here. It was, like, Seb, Ben... Liam. Liam, Tane, um, Joel... Joel, yeah, Joel Dye, yeah. Yeah, Joel Dye. Figuel was there as well. Was that late, a bit later? Like, originally, no. But yeah. yeah, then a bit well, later. So those yeah. five, I'm pretty sure, are all over in college in the States. Yeah, most of them are. And, yeah, yeah uh, there's a few others as well. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, but, yeah, then I was like, holy crap, I've got, like, two people left in my program. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, it's obviously good. Um, shout out Morgan. Can't yeah. forget him. <laughs> Where is that guy? Uh, no, yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's good. It's I used to serve and protect. Yeah. It's obviously good, right, yeah. because – you know, you're doing something right. You're getting your athletes through to the program. It's all. It's always. It's a pathway program. They're not going to stay forever. They come back for holidays and they come and train. You know, but it's different because you don't have to. You know, they're just kind of coming back for that month or two. Yeah. Um. So the program and the, you know you're limited on what you can do. But um, yeah, that's the whole point of the program is if you want to you want to send you you want to get your athletes doing what they you know their dreams. So yeah, yeah it's good. Yeah, and it must feel. It must have been pretty cool. At the time when they said, "Yeah, we're going over to college," you must have been like, "Fuck!" Like, I must have helped them a fair bit. Yeah, in a sense, because obviously the Australian basketball program compared to the American basketball program, it's yeah. probably a massive difference. Without me knowing too much, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, slowly catching up. Yeah, it's it's a uh, you know you play a very small part, but like, uh, yeah, it's a good feeling when someone you're helping achieves what they want to do. Mm. Yeah. Definitely. And uh, let's get into you a bit more personal. Actually, we can do it for you personally and also your clients, but yeah. let's talk about training schedule. We talked about keeping it consistent, but uh, when it comes to people having the time to train, how many for you personally, like you've obviously your training's changed a bit over the years um, to where it was originally and where it is now, but then also for like your clients, kind of how many sessions do you tend to do or even if you try to get them to do work outside of your personal sessions? Yeah. Yeah, look, it just changes with everyone, so it's a pretty hard question to answer. But, yep. um, look, for example, you know, if someone's in my ballers program and they're coming a couple times a week, we're doing weight training, yeah. power and strength and whatever. And then, you know, uh, focusing on the things that I think that, um, you know, it's going to be beneficial for me to be helping them yep. in person. Uh, you know, the complex stuff or more complex. So in terms of, like just doing accessory work and maybe some fitness or whatever, yeah. they can do that on their own and that's their expectation. you, you got to remember as well is that um, these ballers are, 
parts of programs normally, so like basketball organisations, teams or whatever, they have to follow their team program from their strength and conditioning coach that they yeah. have at their team as well. So that kind of has to fit in. And of course their own training, just regular sport training Exactly, well. so everything kind of has to fit in. So that's kind of an individually managed thing. Um, same with like yeah, all my clients. So yeah, sorry, I can't really answer that. No, that no, question's no. Not really, uh, sorry, my answers are not very good. But That's all right. Yeah. And then you personally? Personally, yeah, I just train whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no um, yeah, yeah, that was bad. Uh, no, so I... No, I love seeing the videos <laughs> and the pictures in the chat. Exactly. Tells us what he Photos did on the, of the scare watch. each day, yeah. Mate, I used to be a lazy shit. Like, I didn't want to do anything. But um, the last, like, year or so, well, maybe six months, yeah. I um, have changed the way I train. I li- literally just want to do something hard every day, almost. Um, just sweat. But you know what? I don't have the goal of athletic performance anymore like yeah. Uh, yeah like going out on the weekend and playing good footy but yeah um that's not the be all and end yeah, all exactly. for me it's not like the yeah, dream like I'm chasing so um I just want to be fit and healthy I want to look good yeah. like most people do mm. yeah uh and I think yeah and just, just like fun. be healthy man like and I, I enjoy it. it makes me feel good yeah exactly like, I do yeah. something hard and I like message you boys and go suss this to check what this is yeah. exactly and, and I have I that conversation and it's it's good I yeah. like it yeah I think it's fair to say it doesn't just help you in that moment but also just helps you with everything you, know, mm. you just feel a bit more healthier you have more drive um and just a positive mindset in general mindset it, it is crazy how um doing something like hard where you think shit i'm not gonna be able to do this yeah. and then you get through it and you go well i mean that's like, fucking good that was good that was good like and then you take that mindset and like you say i can do that it's just gonna be hard yeah all right and then you apply that to like even like when, when i'm doing this stuff like my work in the last six months i've got so much better as a coach yeah. Because cause I'm not like I don't have a lazy mindset. Like I just put everything I can into everything, which look which I have in a, like I don't want to say I was lazy with like coaching before, but um you know what I mean? Like it just translates, you know, even at home, like anything, you know, going out and playing when I'm playing, like I'm getting to every contest because I'm like, just do the hard work you pussy. Just yeah, do and it. it's always yeah. it's it's hard because like and over time, like you get comfortable and you start going through the motions and I feel like it's the same with the gym, like sometimes you can get to that point where you kind of get a bit mentally lazy where you mm. don't kind of push as hard as maybe because like you feel like you're pushing as hard as you used to but you could be pushing harder going for heavier weight and sometimes you just need a bit of a wake-up call just to kind of keep it going yeah. and keep pushing a bit further on your training recently you did something pretty cool that i know you'd love you could talk about for an hour straight do you want to tell us what yeah, that well was i could talk about it for like three hours and 20 minutes if you want that's how long it took <laughs> yeah so um, good one yeah <laughs> <laughs> Should I tap my shirt off? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah. come on. <laughs> hey, it's a podcast, not a vlogcast. All yeah, right. okay. Fair enough. Uh, so, uh, yeah, skied a marathon. So, yeah, it was it was, it, it was good. Like, I, I, I just, like, kind of, like, got in the zone and just went. It was boring, man. Like, it, like at certain stages, I was like, shit, are you serious? Like, am I still going? Um, yeah, not that fast. Or yeah, like yeah, and it was hard. Like, it got hard, man. Like, I was like cramping up at about twenty five k's. Like, but I, what I did, what I did was like, I did twenty. Yeah. One week, I just did twenty on the on the ski erg, which is which was hard, but it was good. Yeah. And then someone was like, like I had no intention to do a marathon. Yeah. I was fucking stupid, man. Yeah. And then um, someone was like, I can't remember who it was, was like, oh, you should just do a marathon on the ski erg. And then the next, I was like, ha ha, whatever. And then, like, got stuck in my head. Oh, here we go. <laughs> yeah. So then, like, the next week I did 30Ks. Yeah. Uh, and then and then the following 
like not the next week, but the next. I just went. 42. I just started. I felt like shit. Right? Yeah. I just felt like shit. I just said, oh, I'll just start, see how I go. I don't have to do it today. Yeah. Ended up doing it. Yeah, because you would have got to that about 27, 28 K mark where you're like, well, what's the point in stopping? I've already yeah. done 30 before. You know what? You tell someone what you're going to do before you do it, and then you have to be accountable to it. Oh, exactly. Work massively. It was like when I was training with you, when I did that little, I remember you told me two 500 meter ski ergs, and I went, I got to like 500, I went, nah, I'm just going to do a K straight. Yeah. Next week, 2K. So hard to feel perfect on a day too. Like yeah. You always want to wake up feeling perfect, but there's always something a little bit off. You're a little bit tired and yeah. just like, you just push through either way. But you had the, have the bangers playing meanwhile? Um, I can't remember what I had playing. Like, I got into like a real weird stage with like what I was listening to when I was doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. I, I, I went through like, I'd listen to like, you know, Vance Joy and Xavier Rudd and like that kind of stuff yeah. you listen to when you're sitting by the beach having a frothy. Yeah. And I, maybe I was just kind of trying to go to that place in my head yeah. Yeah. while I was doing it. Uh, Mentally zone out. And I reckon one of those skis as well, I listened to like a, a tape of um, uh, like a motivational speaker. <laughs> it was just like going through it. Like, Keep pushing. Yeah, no, it was more like you're just telling stories about yeah. Yeah. things. And I was just like, yeah, this is this is good. And just kind of forget about what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. No, beautiful. Yeah. While, while it's in my mind, only because I was talking about music, um, so most of you wouldn't know, but Jared actually DJed back in the day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> only because it's my love. Fill us in a little bit. Come on, tell us about it. Um, yeah, a little bit. Not as good as not as good as my man over here. Nah. But yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I used to play a few tracks. Yep. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Bit of select. <laughs> select a few tracks. Yeah. Nah, nah. That's press cool. play on a press a few buttons and fade music in and out like in Harry out. used to do. Oh, yeah. Never. Oh, I was never quite at that point, mate. I just like swapped the swapped yeah. the tunes. Yeah. yeah. Press shuffle and no, Spotify. I, I, I had a serious fade. I had a serious yeah, fade. Yeah, <laughs> bit of a scratch. Um, but then for those, of course, I feel like I'm saying for those that don't know a lot, but uh, but you obviously have a bit of another side to your company. You've got your work you do with your clients personally, but then you also do a lot of recovery stuff. Do you want to kind of fill us in with that and what that entails? Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of people are doing it now. Like I've just kind of noticed that like, I mean, I mean, everyone's aware that recovery is important. Um, so I kind of, you know, tried to in, in, enhance my, I don't know, facility or, you know, what I offered in terms of recovery modules or whatever, or just trying to educate more uh, my yeah. clients on recovery. Um, and, you know, started out, we get in some of those Normatec pants, you, Legs, know, like yeah. few, you know, like five years ago or something like that. And then, um, you know, a few other things like, promoting massage and, you know, and all, all the little things. That, I mean, obviously, nutrition, hydration, you know. You know shout like out prep. Shout out prep. You know. I smashed mine down, by the way. I was oh like, 10-minute yeah, like mark in. I was like, oh, this is gone. <laughs> <laughs> On your head. You just throw it into the glass of the building. It's not even our studio, Sorry, but, yeah, we'll trash it. Yeah, no, yeah, like, they taste pretty good. Just so, quick side note. Just yeah. get a go, – go get a mango one if you haven't tried it, like, and just have nah, it. Strawberry's better. Nah, mango's – Mango. Mango tastes like mango magic. Yeah, mango is elite. Um, yeah, so what was I saying? Recovery. Recovery, Recovery yeah. yeah. So, uh, like, obviously, there's the basics, you know. You know, some people can get caught up on the, you know, the fancy stuff like all those compression pants and, and whatever, but yeah. um, which are good, but the basics, you know, nutrition, uh, hydration, and obviously sleep and whatever. Um I just wanted to offer what I could. Uh, I just saw a bit of opportunity to have value add, basically, yeah. to the clients that I, that I train. So I started to get this equipment. Um, 
and then like went down the road of uh, like uh, you know not only having it there for hire and whatever, but um, selling it and stuff as well. Like People just take it home. Yeah, 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 for sure. So like there was that, and then there was like another product came that I really, really liked. So I bought a couple um, called a Game Ready. It's just ice compression. You know, um, it's good for like you know injuries, post surgery, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, can vouch for that post surgery. Yeah, on the knee. Yeah, so let trying to just add value where I can in the recovery side of things for my clients. It's not, it was never really um, about making money because let's, yeah. you know, I didn't make that much money from it, but yeah. um, it was more about just showing that, a, getting the most adding, out of the yeah, people. Adding to the whole HPC package. Yeah, just getting the most out of the people that I'm working with, um, just offering what I can. Definitely, definitely. Did you want to? Do you want to ask him a few generic questions just about yeah, workouts we'll ask him a and few that? Generic questions. Um, yeah. Actually, actually, yeah, I got one about diet. Uh, of course, you're a bloke, and we all eat fucking shit. Zinger <laughs> box. <laughs> <laughs> Have a few frothies, but um, yeah, have you ever really focused on diet a bit with your clients or personally? Well, here's the thing, mate. I'm not a dietitian or yeah. nutritionist yeah. or anything, so I never really claim to know something that I don't. So it's hard. Um, I can tell you kind of based on experience and based on what other information I've got, yeah. like uh, like advice, but I'd never like say, oh, this is the only way to do something, blah, blah, blah. Oh, but yeah, yeah. but like, like, yeah, sure. Like, I, I mean, with myself, I've always had the luxury of not giving a shit about what I eat. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> so I work, work out pretty hard and, I mean, I am getting a bit up, like, and yeah, this is kind of why the, this, the shift of what I was in terms of my training was yeah. because – got in a slump and, uh, you know, I looked at myself in a photo shoot that I had and went, you're a fat prick, <laughs> right? So then I started getting, like, a bit more serious about, okay, maybe I need to actually do a little bit of diet, do a little, well, not diet, but just maybe focus right. on what I'm eating Yeah, um, and just doing my own research on it. Now I feel like I can probably give some more uh, educated advice. Well, not educated, but, like, more experienced advice on that kind of stuff, um, just based on what, not like what things I've read and what things I've tried. Yeah, because yeah. I've seen you send me photos of like six hard boiled eggs, and you're like, "Here's lunch." Yeah, stuff like that. Like that's, bre- that's breakfast, mate. Yeah, sorry. Or then Wake you, up, then you cook up a big <laughs> fucking steak, and you're like, "Dinner is served." Yeah, like I just feel like uh, like a balance. I mean, I don't know, like you know, people will do their diets and whatever, but I think just having a balanced, consistent diet of getting things that you need in mm. which again is like i'm not an expert on it depends it. on what job yeah. they do what they do for work so it depends yeah. the type of training yeah, yeah exactly whatever. it depends so many different factors but yeah. just good foods like try and limit colorful food in a sense yeah like vegetables salads no, I like steaks plain, i like plain colored man <laughs> yeah great yeah, yeah yeah just like off tuna that's great <laughs> <in> it. <laughs> tuna on top Something of the salad cans of tuna now fair. Um, and Trav, I know there's something you've wanted to ask. He yeah. Trav today, he goes, yeah, I want to add this in. Yeah, I like text Harry. I was like, now. every episode, I sort of want to ask some of these sort of things. So, so like, so if mean. someone came to you and said they want to start training, what are sort of like three tips you'd give them into, say they just like never trained before they're, and they just want to start they're getting fit. They're coming to the HPC gym. Yeah. yeah and they're like. They're training there. Three tips. Yeah, three tips to start training. Uh, wow. Or while they're training. Keep pretty open-ended. Yeah. So if they've never trained before, I'd say find a coach. Yeah. Yeah. Set some goals, find a coach, and then work towards it. 
Um, if they had specific goals already, then we could probably talk further into what I'd say, but they're probably the three yeah. that I'd say. Um, or you know what? Uh, if it's just about exercise and being healthy or whatever, just start. Just fucking do something. Yeah. Right? Like, you want to start running? Sweet. Just start running, man. Like, yeah. go do what, you, do what you can. After one time. Do what you can. Just stay consistent and do it again. Yeah. Definitely. Simple as that, eh? Yeah. That's what I wanted. The simple yeah. answer that yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the big people can take away and be like, all right, I'm just going to fucking yeah. go for a run. Yeah. Go for a run while listening to our podcast. Yeah. Put the put our podcast Go in. for a five-hour run and listen to all our episodes. Go to a marathon on the skier and listen to our podcast. Exactly. It won't... It w- you'll probably finish the podcast before you finish the marathon. But I that's hope, all right. I'd hope so. Um, Unless you quit. Yeah, that's a big all thing right. I thought was like, just push through. Like... There's different stuff you can do. Like training by yourself is not, is not always the funnest thing, but training with other people, and yet it's fucking hard at the start. You give it a bit of time, you push through, and that's how I found. Like I didn't love it. I only came like two days a week at the start, and then give it a bit of time, and fucking it's all you care about. Mm. Same when we did that just out here, Trav, the 24-hour run. Yeah, that thing bit was of, hectic. Yeah, I was like, I never loved running. But like after that, that really, I was like, fuck yeah. This mm. is so fun. Something to train to as well. That's what I really like. Like, yet again, we set a goal was to do this run and then we trained to the goal, completed the goal and we felt fucking awesome. Yeah, that's right. Or maybe later that night we felt awesome when we were having a few frothies with you. Mm -hmm. But... On one hour's sleep. Yeah. Nah, that's good. Trav, you got anything else? Uh, What's next for HBC? Like, what's... There it is. Yeah, what's next? What's the big career aspirations? Yeah. What, what, where do you want to take HBC? Yeah. Yeah, look, it's always kind of been the goal to have my own facility. Yeah. Uh, few things have gotten in the way of that, obviously, for the last three years or so. Um, I was at a point where I was going to do it, um, and then gyms got shut down for the first time. That's kind of mm. where I was at then, yep. right? Where, where, I, where I thought I was at. I thought I was ready. Yeah. Yeah. Um, luckily enough, I didn't do anything or act too far on it, so I could just, you know, just forget about that for a little while. Yeah. Um, it's always been in the back of my head and it will be something that comes very soon. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Um, but yeah, that's the ultimate goal. And I want to be able to provide a place, not necessarily the biggest place or yeah. th- with the most equipment or yeah. whatever, just a place where people come and they get looked after, they feel at home, we get results, you know, we're a bit of a community, uh, even though like, I don't really like Jim's using that word, but <laughs> <laughs> but 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 it, you know, like a fuck public. <laughs> <laughs> but HBC high performance community. But that's the other thing, man. Like I'm not, I want to create spelling. Yeah, is this podcast about me or you guys? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> nah, here we go. Yeah, I want to create a space where, or 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 a facility that that is an athlete's facility, right? Like I I appreciate the need for people to go to the gym. All right, I'm going to create a facility that's just for athletes, just for people who, with the mindset that that HBC represents of training. I don't want to, you know, I'm not saying that, you know, I don't, I can't, I'm above training general population. I'm not, I actually think training general population is harder than mm. what I do for me because I have an interest in this. I don't have an interest in, in that. So it's, yeah. it's, it's harder for me and I respect people who do it. Um, would, it be, would it be fair to say... 
the people you might train because they're already like they could already be doing sports and stuff like that. They have a bit more drive than if someone's just training someone from the general population who's just trying to in general get fit or lose weight. Yeah, I look look. I find it's probably you, different things motivate them. Mm. I can relate better and get more out of these people, the athletes, because that's what I do. That's that's like my persona, and that's like how we relate and get along. Like I can help. Someone who wants to come in and just lose some weight and whatever, definitely, you know, I, it's not it's not without my you know, you know outside my means to do that, but yeah. but um, I don't want to, yeah. right? So yeah. so I'm not athlete. so I'm not I'm not giving them the best service that they sh- deserve yeah. because it's a big step when you decide that you want to lose some weight and get healthier. And I fucking well done, big thumbs up to people who want to do that. Uh, I think it's great, but uh, it's a disservice of me to be working with them because I. Not like a it's not what you enjoy exactly, yeah. and they could get it from someone who does that better than me. Yeah. So I go and do who that. Just general wants to see that. Yeah. More. Go yeah. see Michelle Bridges on The Biggest Loser. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow, it's not what I meant, but yeah, okay. <laughs> but yeah, you get the drift, right? So yeah. this this facility that I'm going to create is going to be uh, people like-minded athletes who want to train, and it's not not going to be open to the public and all that kind of yeah. stuff like yeah. it's I'm not, not like buy a membership online yeah sort of it's place. like a well no, no, no. it's like it's just like um why don't we have our own space like that mm. you know why why do we why do we put up with so many people in the gym you know like crowded why, gyms why it's like when you get a scholarship to to like a sassy scholarship for example that space there, that's just for sassy athletes. Yeah. My space is going to be just for HBC athletes. Beautiful. Right? Fucking let's go. <laughs> let's let's go. go. <laughs> LFG. Um, well, I'm, I'm happy, Trav. You got anything else? I don't. Jared, you got anything? You want anything you think we haven't have? covered, you want to talk about? Oh, I've got to give Willis a quick shout-out. <laughs> I think he needs it. Willis, quick shout-out to you. If you're still listening know him, late in the episode. He's, uh, he's continuing the, let's say the... Jared's methods, ev- still every day. I see him at the gym. Good boy. He does his jumps. He's sometimes he like, I mean, the other t- last time he did this here, like it was an accident. But sometimes he like video calls me on Instagram at like fucking five o'clock in the morning when he's at the gym. <laughs> so I assume trains. that's when he goes to the gym. Yeah. And he's like, man, what do you, what do you, like, Dutch? Like, I'm sorry, like, I'm sorry, man, but like, I just like, I'm about to do this exercise, <laughs> like a split jump or whatever it is. Should I do it like this or should I do it like that? I'm like. Bro, it's fucking five o'clock in the morning, man. Like, just do it however you want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I tell him how to do it. But then it's like, yeah, like, he's obviously, he obviously loves it. Oh, he's always loved it. Yeah. Let's do his thing. But, uh, nah, beautiful. Let's finish it there. Shout out. Keep, oh, keep, keep calling keep calling me at 5am, Willis. Like, oh, I yeah. don't actually mind. I didn't. Yeah, I <laughs> just, just get a big invoice come soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, yeah, beautiful. Jared, thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. It's been a pleasure to sit down. Go check him out on Instagram and everything else. HBC Coaching. Coach Dutton 4. Yeah, and Coach Dutton 4. Yeah, that's my personal one, Coach Dutton 4. That's where all the inspirational shit is. <laughs> HBC underscore coaching is my is, is that one on Instagram. Go sign up. Get fucking athletic. Yes. We love to see Done. it. Beautiful. Good. Thank you, my friend. Thanks, boys.